0: The wise man once said, the future belongs to those who are working hard today. I then asked myself the very question, what is the future of Africa? What is the future of the black continent? What is the future of the black race? My name is Efoso Zaro, I'm the author of Ozaro Fury, and you are listening to Ozaro Fury podcast. Wow. Hello everybody, welcome to the Ozaro Fury Podcast. My name is Efosa Ozaro and I'm here with my guest.
1: Hello, I'm Becky.
0: Yeah. You know, before actually doing this podcast, I got this message that is be bothering me and and I've been thinking about it. How to deliver this message to the right people or how to deliver this message across to our people for quite some time now. And I'll be really thinking about it and meditating on it. What is the right uh, way for me to deliver it to our people? What is the right approach? What is the right tune? How am I going to say it? And I was very worried that maybe people might not get the message or might not understood what I'm about to say. And I prayed about it and I said, Lord, help me to get this message across. I'm a very introvert person. I'm not always out there. And uh, sometimes I do find it hard to kind of put my thought across or articulate myself in a way that I want to. But I think that comes from a very young age and I grew up like in a very poor neighborhood and broken family so i've always tried to keep my thoughts to myself and do my own kind of thing in a world that is so busy people are looking for instant gratification attention what have you but i've always remembered that individual that always look within for answers and try to ask why why things are happening why certain things are happening and I do come across the answer I do get the answers to my questions sometimes but it's not always easy as I thought they would be and um, this particular one is of importance not only to me but to our people as well but as I grow I started to question the system and question everything around me question everything questioning The spiritual system the educational system the judicial system question everything and my questioning of everything was out of a hunger or i would say out of survival because being an african born in africa sometimes we grow up with this perception of what we see in africa that's the reality of the world and that's how things Ah, until then we, most of us who got the opportunity to travel out of Africa, we then travel out of Africa and then we see that the other side of the world, which is quite different from where we are coming from or where we are born. So that's what struck me when I got the opportunity to travel out of Africa for the first time at an early age. Migrated out of Africa, came to Europe and start to see things from a different perspective. So a lot of things we taught in Africa, we were taught because that's all we knew. And most of the things that were brought to us in Africa by the missionaries or by the uh, charity organization and governments and NGO, what have you, we never questioned it. We took it as a symbol of um, goodwill because genuinely African people are good people, naturally good people. So we we always tend to open our hands and our home, our heart to others, including our worst enemy. And that has led us into a very dangerous place in history. But because as much as we try to, to resist our goodness, or to pretend and put on this uh, survival behavior that we see uh, displaying from europeans or or other races of people towards us as much as we try to put those behavior on and try to be protective of what we have the more we lose grips of who we are because that's not genuinely who we are as a people as african people globally genuinely Africans, we are good people, genuinely. And that led me to start questioning, why are we suffering? Why? If we are good people, why are we suffering? Why are we allowing this evil that Europeans are doing to us, that the Asians are doing to us, that even the Arabs have done to us, to persist, to continue? I've always questioned, these things. I never really got the answers. And I started to question everything about religion and politics and philosophies and everything, everything. I read everything. Trust me when I say that. I read everything. I read everything because I was in search for knowledge. And I didn't get that knowledge until one day. And um, I fell into a really desperate, to the point whereby I lost focus, and the things I used to love, which is reading and researching, I lost focus because I was just too consumed by the information that I was unraveling, and I felt like it was just too much to handle, to comprehend, and to make sense of. So my research led me to a depression, and. I was really depressed which i didn't know at the time that it was gonna lead me to where i am or all the things i'm gonna say now but this depression was so intense that i felt like i was gonna end it like and i felt so bad about myself until i met a guy on youtube that showed me a way to meditate i never thought meditation was anything To be honest with you, because I always thought that meditation was just those things that other cultures do as a way of life. I never regarded meditation as a universal guide towards higher consciousness. And this guy on YouTube introduced me to meditation. And so I started practicing meditation for once a day, five minutes a day, until... Half a year doing meditation that opened me to a different consciousness of reality, and this consciousness is what I cannot explain to people. I can't really explain it. It's something you will have to feel it yourself. But I can tell you how it feel like. So this consciousness was a different dimension, a different reality of, of its own, a different reality totally completely from where i was living before and my perception changes my senses changes my view changes my whole reality changes because now living in a different consciousness different reality it's like being put from one dimension to the other and while i was living in this consciousness i had a dream several dreams one of the most important dream that was revealed to me was that hey you are now living in a different dimension so basically i was in my room a blue light appeared in my room for some reason i was getting this download of information and the other dreams was basically was a dream that of what is about to come and I didn't understand it at that time because I was like, oh, okay, w- what is this? Where are these coming from? So basically the dream, I was told many things about the true history of African people. I was given the knowledge of African people. And I was given a message, a message that it shouldn't be given to an average person and it's a message that not a lot of people can comprehend it. It was given to me crystal clear and know what I was supposed to do with the message and who the message has to be delivered to which is what I'm going to come to next. This message specifically stated what is about to come on this earth. I was told that there is going to be an upheaval on the earth that this upheaval is going to last for a long time and within this dream I saw African people in desperation some were angry to the point whereby I saw many evil on the land some of the evil I saw on the land is heartbreaking There were shortages of food, there were shortages of water, shortages of medical supply, to the point whereby Africans had no other choice but to feed upon themselves. And within this dream, I also saw our brothers and sisters in America, our black brothers and sisters. There was upheaval, unrest, there was no peace on the land in America our black brothers were stranded, were frustrated, some were executed on the street of America. And they told me that what is about to happen on the earth is a normal routine, something that has been happening for thousands of years. It's just that we humans haven't been recording it properly. And This message has been very heavy in my heart and on my mind, not knowing how to deliver it to our people. But I felt that the time is now for us to hear the message. In my Ozara theory, I added some clues in the Ozara theory book to let our people understand that the time at hand is a critical one. The book was published July, the 7th month of the year. It has 7 chapters. It has 107 pages. It has 14 alphabet letters on the front cover. Divide that by 2, it give you another 7. What is currently happening in the world today is just a preparation. There's a more on its way. So, I want to quickly get off my chest this message that our brothers and sisters in diaspora, African American particularly, I was told that they are the future of Africa. That the reason they were brought into slavery to America is because they are the future, I was given a message to deliver to the elders of this community, but that is a message I will reserve for now. Some of the clues I put in the book, which could be found on the last pages on this book. So please, if you can quickly read that last page, please.
1: Mm-hmm. In order for Utopia to come into existence. A bridge has to be built and spiritual transformation must take place in our body, mind and soul towards the process of reconciliation between Africans and African-American people. The step requires a spiritual healing to heal the arrow of generational pains and solitude both Africans and African-Americans hold within themselves. Both of these people must learn to regain trust from each other, regain a sense of urgency, have an open dialogue to discuss the past trauma about slavery, and mourn the loss of the souls of the innocent ancestors. As the healing process advances, There must be a legal and international laws that protect these bonds. After this has taken place, one must reconcile with the other by working together towards building of the bridge and the creation of African utopia. The success of African utopia will depend on how strong the spiritual ties is with African-Americans. The survival of African-Americans will depend on how connected they are with their African brothers and sisters and with the motherland of Africa.
0: Thank you. So that is just what the message are. And our African-American brothers and sisters, don't know if you can hear me, if you do hear me, there is an upcoming event that is going to start in the year 2022. When I published this book, I sent a copy, handwritten letter, to few black leaders in America. I never got a reply. Nevertheless, God has given me this information to hand over to you, that you. Are the future of Africa. There will not be a future of Africa until you realize what brought you into slavery. There's a reason why African Americans were taken as slaves away from Africa. And there is a reason why African Americans were taken to the greatest country on the world which is the United States of America, to be a slave there. There's a reason for that. And that same reason is why God has chosen you, African Americans, as the future of the continent of Africa. How are you going to go about it? There is a message prepared for you, Africans Americans. I repeat that again. There is a message prepared for you of how things work is prepared for you if you want it so i just want to round up by saying this as a messenger i've been holding this message back because i felt like i was just too too young to put out a message like this but i come to realize that I cannot hide the truth. I cannot hide the truth of God. When God sends you a message, you can't hide. I can't hide away from it because it's a message that I was told. To clean my hands or get the blood off my hands. That's why I'm delivering this message to you Africans, Americans that they've said what I mean they the ancestors said the gods have said that you African Americans are the future of Africa without you there is no Africa you were brought into slavery particularly for a reason you were taken to America reason and your purpose is to find why you were taken to America and your purpose is to know why you were taken from Africa and your purpose is to find out why are you special amongst all black race of people across this planet your speciality comes with the price. The price you have paid most of it, which is the slavery that you have went through. But it will be your own fault and your own problem if you let your experience to decoy you from what you are meant to do. And that is my message for Africans Americans, I had to deliver it. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye.